My arranged marriage turned out to be a nightmare. I was thrown into an arranged marriage with this woman who's seven years younger than me. I refused it in the beginning, but then I agreed to it only if I could date her before the actual wedding. I dated her for six months. During that period, I remember thinking I was a lucky guy for me to find a woman like that through an arranged marriage. I always questioned what I did right in my life to deserve this woman. Little did I know, she is my worst nightmare. She turned out to be the most sensitive person there is. And not in a good way. She would get upset over the stupidest things and just stop talking to me for hours on end. We have been married for a week now and she never shows affection, never initiated anything. No kisses until I kiss her first. No hugs, no nothing. And then there's this thing that she does. She puts a pillow between us in bed and turns her back to me. I've pointed that out to her many times and that it makes me feel unwanted. But she showed little to no care. I'm literally lying next to her right now with the pillow between us and her back to me thinking about divorcing her. The only thing that's stopping me from divorcing her is the $75,000 I spent on this disaster of a marriage. I have a lot of questions here. My first question is, why on earth in 2022 would you agree to an arranged marriage? That is insane to me. I don't care if you've dated this person for six years. You don't agree to an arranged marriage. You don't even know if you're going to like this person. I understand that different cultures have different expectations. And there may be different expectations or religious reasons why someone would do this, but I can't possibly understand why someone would agree to this. That is crazy to me. You don't even know the person that you're getting married to. It says in the story that he only dated her for six months. I'm sorry, but that's not nearly enough time to get to know somebody and definitely not enough time to decide whether you want to marry them or not. The original poster in this story is incredibly out of touch, especially with how self-centered he's acting. It's been one week into their arranged marriage, which is already a big red flag and he's already talking about divorcing her he is clearly not committed to this relationship what did he think it would be just sunshine and roses marriages have ups and downs and sometimes even just the first year of marriage can be incredibly difficult it sounds like this guy just doesn't know how to talk to his wife there is clearly something going wrong in this relationship and it sounds like he's blaming everything on the woman when if I were to guess there's probably some things this guy has to work on as well and why on earth did he spend $75,000 on a wedding. That's a lot of money to spend on someone that you barely know. And what was the woman thinking in this situation? Why did she agree to that? I mean, obviously she's not faking it. She's decided that she just wants to stay away from him at all costs. It sounds like this guy was not ready for marriage and the girl is absolutely regretting marrying this guy. So you know what? Maybe divorce would do him some good. It will give him some time to grow up and actually get to know the person that he's marrying. Because at the end of the day, nobody forced him to get married. And if he's dumb enough to agree to an arranged marriage. Hopefully he can be smart enough to get out of one. Some guy from a fraternity stole my leg. Eight years ago, I wrecked my motorcycle and had my right leg amputated above the knee. I get around fine nowadays with my prosthetic leg. My friends helped me a lot right after the accident when I was really depressed. They are great guys, but they can be a little childish. They act like fraternity brothers. I love them to death and they literally saved my life, but I've definitely matured more than some of them. One of my oldest friends, we'll call him Jay, just bought a new house and wanted to host a Super Bowl party. Two of the guests are guys I know well. The rest are distant acquaintances. Well, my stump is itching like crazy. By now, we all had a few drinks and everyone is 
pretty much into the game, so I discreetly remove my prosthesis and prop it up on the couch next to me. Later on, one of the guys I don't know well sees it. He asks if he can look at the prosthesis. I say sure. He messes with it a bit and then starts joking that he's going to pawn it, asking how much a person could get for a cyborg leg. I'm laughing along until he moves it to the other side of the room. Without it or mobility aid, I'm a sitting duck, so it makes me really nervous when it's out of reach. He says he's not done looking at it and goes to get another drink. When he comes back, I tell him it's not funny. I need it back. He holds it out 10 feet away and says, come and get it. Now, I'm not about to hop over and arm wrestle this guy for it. So I pull out my phone, make eye contact with my friend Jay and say, either your friend gives me my leg back or I'm calling the police. The room went dead quiet. The guy handed me my leg and said, man, I was just messing around. I left pretty shortly after. I was heated and the mood was awkward. Still, I didn't think I was the jerk until Jay texted me today saying I overreacted. Now I feel like a jerk because I know I did ruin his party and yelled at his friend in his house. Jay pointed out I wasn't going anywhere, so I went off for no real reason. He's right. I wasn't going anywhere, and I didn't need it for any reason. Except like I said, I get anxious when I can't get to it. It's part of my body at this point, and I can't walk without it. So yeah, I'm a little attached. I asked my two other friends. One of them said I was out of line, and the other said I was justified. Am I the jerk? This guy had his legs stolen by another person, and he's asking if he's the jerk? No, he's not the jerk. I I would have made a bigger scene if this happened to me. It's not like this guy could have just jumped up and hopped over and gotten the leg. It no longer became a joke when this guy started making fun of him because of it. It very quickly became bullying. The fact that this guy would hold it just out of reach and say, come and get it, is so disgusting. This guy lost his leg in an accident. Have some compassion. You don't hold it over his head like a bully in the schoolyard, demanding that the kid smaller than you reach up and grab it. What kind of person would do that? It's disgusting. And I don't blame him for freaking out. He has no other way of getting around. He is, as he said, completely helpless without his prosthetic leg. That guy took it just to use as a prop for his own conversation piece. And it's at the original poster's detriment. He didn't deserve that. He is well within his right to make a scene about something that is important to him. Something that is literally crucial for him existing and functioning as a human being. That'd be like kicking someone out of their wheelchair and then asking them to crawl over and get back in it if they wanted it so badly. So no, he's not the jerk. If anything, his friend Jay is a jerk for not understanding where this guy's coming from. Every single person at that party probably has both of their legs. They don't even understand the trauma this guy probably went through when he had his leg amputated. I don't care who you are. Nobody's going to be ready for that. To lose a piece of yourself that's so crucial for everyday living. And yeah, there's accommodations like prosthetic legs and limbs, but it's not the same of having your own leg. So I don't blame this guy for getting upset. And it's disappointing that his friend can't see where he's coming from. Am I the jerk for wanting to cancel plans with a girl I've been talking to all because she made fun of my mental health. I've been talking to this girl for just over two months now and we've been getting along great but recently due to a recent argument I felt very off with her. The argument being she was mocking me for my mental illness trying to copy how I feel. If I was feeling depressed she'd act distant or become blunt and rude and then blame me for not putting as much effort into our conversations like I usually do. Anyway we talked it out and she's only slightly understanding where I'm coming from. I'm trying my best not to let it phase me, but ever since then I haven't really felt the spark I used to have for her. I'm supposed to be driving up to where she lives tomorrow morning, and I've told her I'm coming and she's booked a cafe for breakfast and everything, but I'm absolutely not feeling it. I feel very 
selfish canceling plans this late, but what would be the best way to do so? First and foremost, it is a big red flag that this lady is making fun of this guy for his mental health. I mean, that's absolutely uncalled for. The fact that she would copy the way that he was acting just to try and put him down, even if it's in joking, is pretty terrible. And worse about it, it sounds like she's not even trying to understand where this guy is coming from. Mental illnesses are already such a hard thing to deal with as it is. But to then have somebody that you're interested in act as if it's not a big deal when they were in the wrong for putting you down, essentially, is not good. It can only make things worse when you're the person with the mental illness and you're trying to find some normality in your relationship. This is pretty bad. And in all honesty, this guy just has to be honest and say he doesn't want to go. Maybe he can make up some kind of excuse like he's not feeling well or he just isn't feeling it, but something, anything to try and get out of it. And it wouldn't be totally lying if he said he wasn't feeling well. Not feeling well because you have some mental health issues going on or you're maybe having an off day would be just as valid if he said he had like a stomach ache or something. So in my opinion, go for it. Cancel the plans and reevaluate if you even want to be talking to this lady. My boyfriend wants me to move away from my family or he's going to leave me. I live in a well-off family. We're very religious, except we don't exactly practice too much. We practice some of the big portions of our religious beliefs, but not all of them. However, I'm not allowed to date under any circumstance. My boyfriend knows this. We've been a, quote, couple since October, but we became official in December. He hates my family and thinks we're controlling and strict. My parents don't want me to be fully independent until I'm married, which is fine because I love the idea of marrying young. My boyfriend is fine with me wanting to get married soon, but not with my parents not giving me independence. He is going to a university in Ohio and convincing me to go to college, so I'll be starting in September. Also, my parents are fully paying for my college and any related expenses, as they don't want me to be in debt. My dad's philosophy is that he wants me to start at zero so I can show him what I can do. My boyfriend also knows this. Last night, him and I argued over my family. He said they're abusive and controlling. I told him while yes, they control me with some things and can see my purchase history and they still lecture me if I spend too much money. I have gained a lot of freedom through their trust. My boyfriend wants me to go to college far away, but I can't move out until marriage. I also can't afford to leave as leaving would require me to take out a loan and I don't want to be in debt to go to school. I also already lost that battle as I got accepted to a university in Ohio. This was before I met my boyfriend and my parents fought it hard until I eventually said screw it and just didn't go to college altogether. My boyfriend told me he'd pay for my bus ticket to bring me down to him if I would just leave and make the cops force my parents to give me my legal documents. I could never call the police on my parents. They don't abuse me and they treat me well. They work hard to provide for me. And while yes, I have lots of money saved up, I cannot afford rent or a home in my area. I told him if he was here, I could confront them and tell them to let me be more independent. I'd feel more comfortable if he was next to me, honestly. However, running away all alone and getting the law involved and leaving to a state that I know no one but him in is just too much for me to even think about. I can't even live with him for long because his roommates wouldn't be happy. I have other financial obligations involved with some of my gardening hobbies. I love my plants. They're like my children. My mental health hasn't been good, so I've lost some of them, but I still love them. I can't leave them behind and let my family throw them out. They're too precious to me. I told my boyfriend this, but he said we could just buy new ones. I told him new plants will never replace my old ones that I've had for years, and I can't buy back the time I spent. He got tired and said it's either I leave home or he leaves. I asked why I can't just do things the way that won't throw a wrench into my family 
since he wants to marry me anyways and he said he doesn't want to talk with my family and doesn't think they'll let me be independent. I know they will let me be independent because that's how it works and worked with my mom. I love my boyfriend. He's helped me out so much and always supported me. I want to spend the rest of my life with him and he feels the same but he doesn't want to stick around if I stay at home. I told him I understand that but told him if he leaves I'll find someone who understands my situation and will stay regardless. I honestly don't know what to do. The way the boyfriend is acting in this story is so unreasonable. The woman in this story has some religious reasons why she decides to stay at home. Also it sounds like her parents to some extent follow that religious ideology so she has to stay at home until she gets married. And the guy in this story very clearly knows his girlfriend's situation but he wants her to basically throw away her family just to be with him at his university. It's incredibly inconsiderate for him to expect her to just drop her entire life just to be with him. I mean, let's look at the situation here. From what this lady's described, she's clearly very rich, and it sounds like they're going to take care of her pretty much the rest of her life. Sure, they may have their thumb over her right now, but in the story, the girl mentioned she's only 18. That's honestly not that weird. I remember when I was 18, my parents still had good tabs on what I was doing. Yes, I was an adult, but at the end of the day, I still lived with them, and that's okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And I think the guy in this story also needs to realize maybe you're not worth leaving my family for. Maybe you might be a problem. I mean, you're already expecting this lady to just run away from her family who clearly loves and appreciates her. It'd be different if they were abusive to her, but it sounds like they're good parents. They might be just a little bit too controlling. I think the one part that kind of has me on edge is the fact that she can't leave her house until she gets married. That in and of itself is really strange. Maybe there's some religious differences I don't understand, but that's That's just me. I understand completely where this girl is coming from, and I don't blame her for being hesitant of moving in with her boyfriend. She is very young. She's only 18 years old. There's no reason she should just have to throw away her life just for some guy. And the fact that this guy doesn't even like her family and has no interest in talking to them, it's just rude. You would hope that he would at least try and be on their good graces. That way, he can try and have some solid relationship with them. I think the girl in this story will definitely eventually move out, but it's 
it's definitely not going to be with this guy. He does not have her best interests in mind. And it honestly doesn't sound like this woman is just trying to take advantage of her parents' wealth. It sounds like she has a life and she just doesn't want to give it up for some guy and have to move across the country just to be with him. Overall, I think this is an easy decision for her. And I think she's going to find a much better man to be in her life that'll understand where she's coming from and have the decency of not asking too much of her. Am I the jerk for continuing a lawsuit against someone else's estate, knowing it will destroy their family? Between the ages of 12 and 17, my mother was moving me from one psychologist to another, claiming they weren't a good fit for me. I found out years later that she was offering them cash under the table to tell her what I was saying and probe me on particular issues she had covered up to determine how much I knew and suspected. When they refused, she switched them. I found out a few years ago that the last guy she took me to when I was about 15 years old not only did take the extra money to tell her what I was sharing, but put me on medication at her request. There was no medical reason for me to be on any medication. And on top of that, the medication mix I was prescribed was dangerous to combine. The medication had a seriously harmful effect on my general health. With side effects, I still suffer to this day. I lawyered up, gathered overwhelming proof, and started the legal process to sue these people. Realistically, the lawsuit ran as high as seven figures. A few weeks ago, the psychiatrist giving me these medications and working behind my back died of a heart attack. I ran into this man's widow recently. She informed me that she did not have the mental bandwidth to handle this lawsuit as she was grieving the loss of her husband and she was taking care of the kids as he was the sole breadwinner. She also let me know that they did not have the ability to pay out the amount the lawsuit would probably settle for and she would have to drain college funds and sell their house, cabin house, and a place that houses her parents, leaving them, herself, and the kids homeless. She begged me to accept a much lower settlement offer and not rob her kids of not only their father, but also their childhood home, all of their memories, and their future. Here's where things get a little tricky. I told her no. Nothing else. Looked her in the eyes and just said no. From what my lawyer advised me, they said do not engage in conversations with people you are legally opposing. I started walking away and she teared up, saying his heart attack was from the stress of the lawsuit, asking if I really wanted to punish little children for what their father did. I told her, do not contact me again, and got out of the store. Knowing their situation, I am now having a moral dilemma. Even at seven figures, I will not miss this amount, but I could do good with it. I have also lost my father young, so I know how devastating it would be to lose my home as well. But as much sympathy as I have for his family, it is on my own torment he had built their life. And it wasn't just mine as we've recently discovered. He did this to other people too. My lawyer, fiance, and family encouraged me to let it play out. Am I the jerk if I do not settle for less? This is crazy because the psychiatrist in this story is so unethical it's not even funny. I understand that there's probably some people on the other end of his family that are going to see some negative repercussions because of his acts. I get that there's a sob story for this widow about her kids and about their home, but you know what? That man was a monster. To betray the trust of your patients, to forcefully medicate them just to mess with them, and to tell the mom what's going on in your sessions is a horrible breach of trust and many laws. He ruined this person's childhood, took it away from them, all to cover up some weird situation his mother was stuck in. In my opinion, he should absolutely let this play out. He is not responsible for the kids or the widow in this story. He's only responsible for himself. Anyone who says otherwise can get lost. It's sad that the widow has to deal with this kind of loss and is fearful of her future, but she needs to understand that her husband was a monster. Seeing a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a therapist is hard enough as it is. 
let alone choosing to open up to them fully. So I can only imagine the absolute mental damage that came along with finding out that your secrets were not secret, that it was not a safe place to open up, and that he was actively working against you just to try and keep you quiet. And the fact that he didn't just do this to one person. From what the original poster is saying, he did this to multiple people. I'm sorry, but no child, college fund, or home is going to prevent me from pursuing legal action. If I was in their shoes, I would absolutely let this play out. I am more than welcome to be the bad guy in their eyes if it means that people like this don't get away without getting punished. It's unfortunate that the man died, don't get me wrong, but what about the person in this post who lost their entire childhood listening to adults who were supposed to have his best interest in mind? Absolutely disgusting situation. At the end of the day, this man broke every oath he took and made extra money off it, and you have no obligation to try and defend him and allow him to keep the money that he got from abusing other people. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel for more content. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.